Welcome back, everybody, to Bon Voyage. I'm Rob. And I'm Adam. With me, as always, Mr. Amateur Bond Man, Adam. Just thought of that. Amateur Bond Man. <laughs> we'll have you a pro by the end of this. How's your week been? Pretty good. Pretty good. A little busy. Yeah. We're actually, this is a bit more than a week. This is nine days since our last one, I think. Oh no. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta be more strict here to make sure. I mean, we've got 24 to get through and we got to get through all of them. Plus a few special episodes before No Time to Die comes out in October. We can always marathon some, you know? That's true. I've got no problem spending a Saturday (laughs) watching two or three of these. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. Any further thoughts on Quantum in the last week or both of them? Um, I haven't thought a lot about them, to be honest. <laughs> Probably you're like, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about this when we're doing it. I'm not spending, unlike me and a yeah. lot of the Bond community, it's not with you every second of the day. Yeah, it's not something I'm like laying at night being like, hmm, James Bond. Mm, that's that's weird. I, well, I wonder what that's like, because that is... <laughs> I'm only half joking. I, I do yeah. consider it quite a lot. Obviously, it's not every second, but... <laughs> It's not every second. Like, sometimes I'm like, I got to eat food. So I think about food. What would Bond do? What would Bond, what would Bond eat? eat? What yeah, would, yeah. what kind of exercises would he do? Exactly. Are you looking forward to stepping out of the Craig universe, seeing what else is out there? I think this is going to be big for me because like I mentioned, like Daniel Craig was my Bond. This is really much within my comfort zone and mm-hmm. my expectations. And this, you know, bridging together different eras and stuff will kind of give me this more macro perspective or this uh new thing it's interesting i see that a lot in the bond community uh people refer to their bonds like daniel Mm -hmm. craig is your bond i don't i love them all i've never like i guess brosnan would be mine this the one that we're watching today tomorrow never dies is the first one i saw in the theater and Mm -hmm. i grew up with goldeneye and like i'm a 90s kid so Brosnan was my Bond, but he's not my Bond. Like I, sure. Craig's still usually my favorite, but like he's only got four. So if I'm just in the mood for a random one to throw on, I don't always go with his. I don't really have a Bond, but Brosnan, I guess, is what I always thought of. Certainly as a young kid, like that was the Bond mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and it's funny that that's totally out of your comfort zone. Like when I'm often, when I'm introducing someone to bond, if it's not casino Royale, it's usually Goldeneye or one of the Brosnan ones. Sure. Or if we're just, if we're having a few drinks, if we're doing a bond drinking game, nothing better than a Brosnan one. You Mm -hmm. could get completely hammered, especially if uh, he is a murdery bond. He kills more people than any other bond. Probably Mm. in one movie, he takes out more people than every other bond does in their whole tenure. Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty willy-nilly with his machine guns. And, uh, yeah, the quips. Oh, my God. You're going to start seeing little tidbits in this one of what Austin Powers was uh, parodying, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few to look out for, quips, where there's not even anybody else in the room that he's talking to. He just, yeah. like, who is that for, Mr. Bond? The one-liners for himself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, it's a... Uh, this isn't terrible. Good villain. A few really awkward moments. Good hench person. Great Bond girl. Lots of good action scenes. Not a lot of great sets, but uh, I like it. It's fun. It's a. I, I checked my uh, the last time I did a ranking. Mm-hmm. It's the last one in the third quarter. It's number eighteen. Okay. If you look at them in groups of six, so there's four different tiers of Bond movies. 
It's in the mm -hmm. third tier, last one. It's the 18th. So it just escaped the bottom. It's just escaped bottom tier. Okay. okay. For my last so ranking. Like C tier. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But like barely in but C tier. That is right at the zone where they're all passable from then on. Like the bottom mm -hmm. six, I mean, there's always a mood where I'll be like, yeah, screw it. Let's do it because it's fun. Mm -hmm. But although <laughs> what's funny is you do find yourself watching the bottom tier often more than those mid mid ones that are just palatable and pretty sure. good and passable because it's fun to watch a really bad movie once in a while yeah like and this one's mm -hmm. almost there <laughs> there's something extraordinary about something that's very bad <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. And we'll get to some of those <laughs> and this one's not okay. really that it's just so this it, is more about like it's like the framework it's kind of like it hits the points and it's like and it really hits the points of its time it's a 90s sure. action flick mm -hmm. it's going to feel like it feels a bit like mission impossible or a michael bay action flick at least from what i remember okay. i haven't seen this one in a little while i almost always watch this one like background or mm -hmm. like i watched it last year with a couple friends while we were having drinks and just laughing at it i haven't really sat down and mm -hmm. watched it and tried to think about the plot and all that in quite a while when Years. did this one come out 97 97 Directed by a Mr. Roger Spottiswood. Okay. I, I was looking at his filmography earlier. I've only ever seen two other of his movies. Uh, one is awesome, an 80s flick called Turner and Hooch, which is like a buddy cop movie with Tom Hanks and his dog. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> The other movie he oh, did man. after this one, a Schwarzenegger movie called The Sixth Day, which I'm pretty sure if I remember, I saw it when I was a kid. Pretty sure it's about cloning. It takes okay. place in the near future. It was a pretty messed up action flick but I, I remember liking it as a kid i bet you it's garbage now mm. as most schwarzenegger movies are but <laughs> ooh, people are going to be upset at that <laughs> i don't have an opinion on schwarzenegger this is so funny doing a movie podcast with someone who doesn't know movies or like <laughs> uh it's not that i don't know movies i'm i'm 25 years old so sure um i remember so my dad worked at a video store in the 90s so okay. he always made me feel like i, I didn't know any of the references and stuff because he watched every movie that came out before like 97 basically and you, you can't just say your age when i was 14 i knew all the movies like i you're you're more of a music guy i was a movie kid full on like i had sure. movie posters on my walls my whole life like i mean i i have seen a lot of movies but not maybe not like action movies maybe like maybe not like which the is movies you yeah totally i'm like i don't know I don't know. A I'm bad a movie, I always have a good time. Like, some people are like that, like, well, with music or with whatever mm. you're into. Even some that's not great, you want to see what's happening. You want to keep be your, involved. Be in involved. The, yeah. Exactly. Like, I guess I, I do have that for music where I, like, I want to know, like, what's coming out, you right. know. And you'll give anything a try once. Whereas mm. some movies, you just be like, yeah, why bother? But I'm like that with movies even garbage well except for romantic comedies that's the only thing like i need to have a lot of recommendations needs mm -hmm. to star certain people there need to be talented people involved for me to tolerate that that's like <laughs> pop country music to me i just can't handle Man, it I would, I would watch crappy rom-coms for sure <laughs> they're just so cringy to me yeah. for some reason i don't mind formulaic movies obviously yeah. bond is formulaic and like horror movies are really fun because i love watching a formula and how certain uh directors or creators might change it a little bit to tell a different story but rom-coms for some reason i just and i mean like studio made ones ones that were like written yeah. by a computer it, to me it's like yeah pop country or or pop pop like it's like a spice girl song i 
I don't know. Like no, except that's more enjoyable. I was gonna to say me. Spice Girls, pretty good. Yeah, I. It's, sorry to throw them under the bus. It's okay. This is not a music podcast. Yeah, but it's funny because that's kind of how I felt about action movies, where I'm yeah, just like, I'm like, who cares? Like car chase, you know, right. fight scene. It's like, I know there is stuff to appreciate there, but to me, it just washes over I, me. Yeah, I'm with you. With like generic action, to me, is worse than generic. Uh, horror or a few other more mm-hmm. interesting genres. Bond is a spy film before it's an action film. These Brosnan ones border on more action than spy. Some do, okay. but Bond at its best, and when it's uh, adapting its original sources, it's a spy story. It's espionage, and it's, uh, it's a travelogue. It's an adventure more mm-hmm. than action, if you know what I mean. There's a, there's a yeah. difference. Like Yeah, there's a difference between Bond and Die Hard. Even though sure. I like Die Hard a lot. I was going to say, Die Hard seems pretty sneaky as well. Yeah. Not necessarily a spy movie. Well, but his later ones, like Die Hard 4 or whatever. I've only seen hero. one. One. Well, you've seen the best one. It's very good. Perfect. Uh, it's funny, I can't think of any. Like a Michael Bay movie, a Transformers movie, uh, like the, your yeah. run-of-the-mill, or even Marvel movies, where it's... I don't know, we shouldn't get too into all that in our intro yeah. here. <laughs> I could go all day. There is a difference. Yeah. Yeah, Bond is its mean, own though. genre. and uh, But I would say Bond at its best is when it's a spy adventure, an espionage movie. As you'll mm-hmm. see when I'm when we get into my favorite ones and I'm just gushing, normally there's more spy craft involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and that's what I'm excited about. And really interesting choices when they're being innovative. That's, that's why Bond is like the history buff and film dork in me loves all the old ones because of that legacy how they pushed the bar they pushed the industry so far they did really innovative things mm-hmm. your typical run-of-the-mill by the numbers action flick doesn't do that it's just its main goal is to put asses in seats and to make a buck a big mm-hmm. hollywood blockbuster sadly i mean these days a bond movie needs to make money that's why this one's been delayed so many damn times. It's not just about the the art of the film, but uh, at its core, it's trying to do something different. It's different than your regular action movie. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. It's something special. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm getting stuff out of it. You it, know. It's funny the one that we're about to watch because you're gonna say everything that I just said was bullshit. Poss- <laughs> possibly. The least special. So where we left off was, if we're tracking his career, he's full-on 007 now. He's uh, done his revenge mission to and figuring out what happened to Vesper. He's back at work. M told him to come back to duty. I never left. And uh, we're going to see him undercover, I think, at like an illegal arms bazaar somewhere in Russia. I think he's undercover trying okay. to stop some kind of... It's like a farmer's market for terrorists, I think, is where this movie mm-hmm. opens. And we just ended in Russia, right? Yes, true. So wow, he went, you're he a went, genius. Yeah, he went right to a mission. We still have the same M. Bond is going to look a little different. Uh, and it's about... What will this be? It's only about 10 years earlier because uh, Quantum came out in 08 and this is 97. So mm-hmm. only about 10 years back in time. But character-wise, it's like... A few months later. (laughs) Work with me, people. All right. All right. All right. We'll be back. We're back. I feel like I was just at a bar. Like I've had a few drinks. I'm energized. This is twice in a row. I was wrong. I expected Quantum to be better than it was, and I was a little disappointed. And (laughs) I just had so much fun watching this movie. What did you think? First thoughts? Uh, To clarify, we didn't have a few drinks. Rob just (laughs) feels like it. Yeah, yeah. 
or like an energy drink or something. I was yeah. tired before we started, not in a great mood. And we did have some strong coffee, but you were like perched on the couch, <laughs> like, like a kid who was just like so pumped about Batman being on TV or something. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like that when those two infiltrated the stealth boat at the end, I was, mm -hmm. uh, I was pretty excited. I got bored about halfway through that scene, but wow, we're jumping the gun there. What were your first mm -hmm. thoughts? <laughs> so first thoughts at the beginning you know, there was the gun barrel. Uh, Let me interrupt. Yes. Just in general, how you feeling? Yeah, I'm trying. It's like I don't. I also don't want to jump the gun and like summarize it. But yeah, but that was good. Okay, cool. But to put it simply, we'll you, get into you enjoy it. Like yeah. based on your expectations of uh, a '90s one, Brosnan, you had never seen mm -hmm. one. Uh, going from Craig, like, are you? happily surprised like is it better than you expected it's better than i expected especially since i kind of said it's kind of cheesy and lame yeah yeah i i don't know what i was thinking like <laughs> you said this was like barely c tier for you yeah well i mean there's so many like there's 24 of them sure if but, this is in the bottom like 25 percent, then i'm in for a treat yeah well you are you have no idea <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to reassess the whole thing. Like I said, it's very different when you watch it with someone. Sure, yeah. And someone who hasn't seen it before. And we're not having... We're actually just watching it. And it's kind of like watching it with new eyes. It's so different than like having it on in the background. I'm not on my phone. I'm not having drinks. It's not a drinking game. Uh, we're just yeah. watching it. It's very different. So last time we went through all like the Bond stuff and then did the plot. Let's try to do the plot first and then we can pick mm -hmm. through the stuff that we liked and like the Bond tropes and stuff. I thought, I've, I've seen this a few times and I think I got a good handle on the villain, not the plot of the movie. When I say the plot, I mean the villain's plot. What was his goal? Mm -hmm. So I want to see what you, because as I said, the first time I watched these movies as a kid, I had no idea what the hell was going on. I was yeah. just in it for the action and the locations and the quips and the humor and the girls. And the plot always confused me. Like whatever the villain was up to, I was always so confused. But you, as an adult, first time through, you, I, I want to be doing this maybe with some of these movies. You tell me what you think happened. So I, I think like the other ones we watched also, it's not super clear at the beginning what the villain wants exactly and who's exactly involved. Sure. Um, but you, I, you can include right up till the end. What was yeah. Elliot Carver's? Well, okay. I was gonna. I was just saying that because I felt like I was accepting that I'm. It's not all gonna make sense right away. Right. Um, which made it less frustrating, perhaps. Okay. But I, 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 you know, in the end, it was like, oh, this guy wants. Uh, I guess you know, <laughs> broadcasting rights in China, <laughs> exclusive broadcast <laughs> for the next hundred years. Hundred years. That's right. Which is, it's just really, it's funny. Yeah, to start like. <laughs> A potential world war three you know is what they're throwing around yeah so how was he to achieve this what was all the stuff going on um did you catch what the it seemed like he had a deal with a chinese general or something yeah general chang chang yeah uh to to because the i assume the general wanted to be at war so he was gonna kind of like frame the brits to give the chinese right uh reason to retaliate so there's I, I can't just say it right off, but we'll keep track. Many of the villain plots, it's kind of tired at this point in the Bond universe. M many times there's a third party trying to get the two superpowers, like either Russia or China versus the U.S. and Britain. 
They're always trying to get yeah. them at war, make them fight, and then they'll come in and be the rulers after. It's often Spectre or just a random mad industrialist or a media mogul in this case who's mm-hmm. trying to get the two, uh, two global superpowers to fight to capitalize on it for some reason. It was the same in Quantum with the environmentalist um, dude with the oil, right? He wasn't really... It was, it was kind of about... Well, I guess not like... But he wasn't pitting superpowers against each other necessarily. Mm-hmm. But like, he was like manipulating politics to make money kind yes of, sure in the same way they did it in a much more realistic way in quantum i guess yeah yeah like I more guess. like what happens all the time like this yeah. guy uh, this is a bit more of a traditional grand super villain evil plot yeah world war three kind of Ex- exactly <laughs> yeah. the stakes were pretty high in this one yeah yeah actually that's a fun thing to keep track of as we go through too if we're ever doing rankings that could be a fun one which which movie had the highest stakes so this like yeah what was it bolivia water rights you know it sucks for all those people dying of thirst but as far as the world goes bond wasn't saving you know in, in quantum yeah yeah it was right just... but war between the west like he was about to blow up beijing yeah. and then start yeah. world war three stakes are pretty big in this one that's true i'm really struggling to remember what i hated about it like before i don't know why it was so i, I, don't, I don't know like, like, again, his quips, but maybe because it's, it's a rainy day here where we are. Like I said, I, I haven't had a great week. I'm kind of grumpy. Maybe I just needed the positivity. The quips didn't even bug me. The quips to no one. The quips were great. I don't know why that would bother you. <laughs> yeah, or maybe because we did two crags in a row, which are mm. much more serious and dark. And, like, when I'm being my film mm-hmm. snob and my, I don't know. I like sophistication and seriousness. I, I lean more that way, but I just wanted fun time bond and I got it. Honestly, the less serious tone overall, I, I loved it. It was way easier for me to enjoy it, I think. Man, you are in for a treat because the majority <laughs> are less serious. Okay, that's great because Daniel, I like, I love Daniel Craig and all that stuff, but yeah. maybe like. If it's it's my thing with action movies. If it takes itself too seriously, of course, and he does it, get yeah, close to that. Exactly. Although the two we haven't watched yet are much more traditional Bonds, Skyfall, Inspector. Exciting. A lot more humor, a lot more of the quips and gadgets and all that stuff. So he he does lighten Point up fit. a little bit. But uh, yeah, the majority of them, like all of Roger Moore's, I think you'll like. He you know brings the camp and a lot of humor and stuff. And He's just the general, 80s one, right? Seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And even crap. Anyway, we'll focus on this one for now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the general plot. What did you think of? Oh, my God, it was so funny that I didn't really realize that quantum ends in Russia. And it totally does. Yeah. He picks up right in Russia. Right in Russia. So it could have been like, well, Bond, if you're not busy, we have this arms deal going on. And yeah, something. yeah, yeah. What did it say? The subtitle, like terrorist arms bazaar yeah, on the outskirts yeah. of Russia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you enjoy the pre-title sequence yeah yeah my first note was like oh it doesn't look too dated and then there was some like cheesy as hell like effects and transitions and i was like all right there's a little bit i was thinking that later sorry to jump around but yeah some of the stuff like the explosions like well you're going to notice this more and more obviously as we go further back some of the stuff's dated but how awesome it is seeing real people doing the fights at like when they're at the printing press there's a guy who does this big jump to go after and he just sort of plops like face first (laughs) down on this big beam and like if that was a modern action movie you don't even really notice like in a 
Captain America movie, you don't see what everybody's doing because they're all CG guys or whatever. Like, sure. that's a real person who jumped and fell right there. Like, <laughs> there's something about these real stunts. Yeah. Granted, the explosions and stuff can look a little silly. I noticed you chuckle when the uh, when he turned on his jets and the screen shattered into the oh, title that, sequence. <laughs> that's when I wrote, "Never mind, it is dated." Yeah, because it was just like one of like some cheesy like word art aesthetic kind of yeah, thing yeah. where it's like, yeah. What else was in the pre-title scene? I, I kind of like it. M was cool. There was a few mm -hmm. chuckles. He was pretty badass. I love his leather jacket. Bond, I mean. Oh yeah, the other thing in the beginning, um, when it, when it first shows Bond, I was like. It, Tom Cruise, is that you? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's Brozzy. Yeah. He's, he's cooler. He's much taller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a much more believable action hero, but... No, I, I like, this is my first time with Pierce Brosnan, obviously. Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is a great time to talk about it, but I like, I like him, yeah. Well, I mean, like we said, there's no real structure to this. I just thought we'll go through it, but yeah, we can just talk about him i thought we'd save it towards the end I, like we gotta uh balance this out talk mm -hmm. about bond we gotta talk about the villain we gotta talk about the two girls the hench person maybe yeah but uh yeah all right brazi in general yeah yeah so if you're comparing your only comparison is craig so it's true yeah i think you know first impressions he's he's he seems very suave he's cooler he's more like attractive you know so prettier yeah prettier and i think like compared to daniel craig Craig is more like stoic, kind of like, you know, neutral, right? He's more of like nameless he's 007. That also, like yeah. he's just pure instinct or something. Like he can't be doing anything else. This is just what he's born to do. Yeah, Craig's. more like programmed or something. Yeah, like totally. As I said in the, those other episodes, he's just a blunt instrument. This is what he's meant to do. Yeah. Friggin' Brosnan is having fun. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Like, he's living it up, man. Totally. He smiles yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. Man. And the quips. When he, uh, the car park car chase, mm -hmm. when he blows his tires out and then reinflates them and he like yeah. chuckles. He's like, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, like figuring out a new toy. You're like, oh, yeah, ooh, I know. Does that this? laugh? Like, Craig couldn't get away with that. <laughs> Craig doesn't smile. Like, not, <laughs> not much. No. Not only, in like a funny way. Yeah. Only when weird swedish dudes have funny accents and stuff like that sure. swiss it was a swiss guy sorry you're right <laughs> oh we got to see him in his <laughs> that's just an aside i love when bond is in his uh naval dress uniform when he lands on the american air base and he's mm. in his full naval uh dress outfit uh craig hasn't been in that yet but every other bond did at one point what's the point of that or because i don't really i think well you see it in other movies and stuff when you travel and you're so sorry backstory I, I guess we've never talked about this before bond was recruited from mi6 he was in the navy he was a commander in the british navy so okay. like that's why he's called commander bond he was a commander in the navy so that was his official rank before so when as a soldier for the u.s or sorry for the british government when he travels he has to travel in his dress uniform I mean interesting you, you've seen like in movies when like Marines have like the nicer thing yeah, with their medals yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. So that's his naval dress. Even uniform. though he's not in the Navy anymore. I don't know what his official commission is. I guess he's, well, he's sure. a secret agent, but 
he was recruited from the Navy. It's Navy. I don't know if there was like double mm-hmm. uh, O eight. Say he was recruited from the British Army instead of Navy. Would he dress differently when they were traveling? I'm not really Probably. sure. Maybe it's some kind of like um, official position. That's yeah. it's you know. it's not practical. It's a little bit mm-hmm. silly and like I I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> and it's just that, a reason to dress him up. He's like you know. Yeah, totally. It's another outfit. Yeah. Bond as a Barbie quips and always having a fun time that's all i wrote for bond for on bond. this one yeah. yeah i was more interested to hear what you thought about him yeah i mean yeah like i said just very like more human funnier yeah just cool well one of the things that bugs me about him is he's kind of all like he, he just looks so like a banker he's undercover as a banker he's banker bond he dresses in like a businessman suit mm-hmm. and the quips and the smiles then out of nowhere he's kicking ass like mm. firing two machine guns like one in each hand and murdering i mean and i believe it but it's just kind of jarring how suddenly he can shift so he's not yeah. as consistent that bugs me a bit, but it wasn't bugging me at all this time for some reason <laughs> i was into it yeah i guess it's like because he looks he seems more like human banker guy it's Right, more like not, weird when he's doing the spy thing right we're craig even, you're even like spy, That's spy spy like when he was sneaking around like looking uh mm-hmm. for that safe when you know they're still in hamburg when he was looking yeah. for the box thing uh <laughs> whatever it was the coder gps Encoder, decoder yeah. thingy uh when he's doing that it makes sense banker bond when he's being a spy but sure. the action hero is when i'm like what is how, how is everybody missing him and how is he now like that's it, true yeah he doesn't it, look it, as competent in that no respect. like yeah. when craig is throwing his body around like a rag doll and mm-hmm. getting all battered and bloody it's kind of believable that he gets back up yeah but brosnan i'm like that guy should not be getting back up <laughs> Yeah, he looks yeah. less tough than Connery or Craig or Dalton. He's, you'll you'll see yeah, as we watch yeah. more of them. He doesn't look quite as buff. I don't know if that's just this movie or. Uh, no, I mean none of them are as buff as Craig. Like that. That's Craig also just a thing buff, yeah. of this time. Like standards sure. are just different. You got to be jacked as shit to be a action hero these days. I guess. Yeah. That I makes mean, sense. that's not necessarily true. Like schwarzenegger and stallone they were buff back in the day but it was more rare like we mentioned die hard in the intro mm-hmm. john mcclain was just he was fit he didn't have a beer belly but he wasn't like super jacked he didn't look like thor yeah but i don't remember die hard super well but like he wasn't like a a spy or anything right no no he's, he's just, just a regular cop. oh he's a cop yeah 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 so indeed but an action hero cop mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah the standards were just different in the 90s yeah. But I guess he had his shirt off when they were showering after the bike chase. Yeah, I'm not saying he shape. wasn't fit. Like, yeah. like I, I would love to be as fit as this guy. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Daniel Craig's, like, another level. Yeah, totally. For sure. All right. Well, that's a bit on Brazi. What did you think of the uh, the song and the and the title sequence? Yeah, so the my note for that was just sexy. Like, nice. the, the Shower Crow song is really good, sultry. And the same with the the kind of uh, title sequence, yeah. Yeah, so the sequence was okay. I prefer. There's a lot of songs that are kind of like that, a bit more mellow, as mm-hmm. you said, sultry, sexy, or whatever. But I prefer uh, a bit. I don't know. Upbeat. You were saying you liked yeah. the KD Lang song. Oh more. yeah, I definitely yeah. prefer the uh, end title sequence. They should have gone with that instead. But Shell Crow, big pop star in the late '90s, so they had to go with mm-hmm. that one. 
yeah, some of them, well, my favorite Bond song is a slower one too, but the, it just fits it so well that I love it. This one, I don't know. Maybe it was because, like I said, I was already a little tired. I wanted more like Casino Royales, You Know My Name. I wanted like a pop, you know, mm -hmm. or a nice loud horn or some, some brass somewhere. And it was just tomorrow never dies. And, I, and that one just drew me right in because oh. I was like, oh, yeah, you're sedu seducing me into this. Excellent. Well, I'm movie. glad it worked for you. Mm -hmm. The score, however. So I, I think I said in one of them, uh, you'll notice in many of the movies, they intertwine the tune of the theme song, like they should have with this one, Sheryl Crow's song, into the score. I didn't notice that at all. Mm -hmm. But man, did they play the 007 theme a lot. And I yeah. loved it. I was going to say, like, it was just like, they're just looping the theme. They're like, oh, Constant. man. Like, but it was done, like, really well. There was one point I noticed the um, there was just a little flute going, like, um, doing the main theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was really, yeah, really cutesy. There was a couple other times there wasn't really the main theme i noticed there was like it was really 90s sounding stuff like this kind of like electronic drum machine with like yeah. the the classic like spooky background and there was like some like really 90s sounding like synthesizer like like Wait oh for goldeneye <laughs> man there's some bad stuff but, yeah it's great yeah i don't think i noticed when that happened i was just along mm -hmm. for the ride whenever i heard the 007 theme whenever he was mm -hmm. doing anything slightly cool that would play yeah yeah spying exactly. or like sneaking around an office or driving his car or at the end when he's firing that big stupid missile at stamper <laughs> yeah yeah even then it cute like there'd be another score happening and then whenever he does something cool bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 awesome but I think it, it fit the tone really well. Like like I was saying earlier about it, it's not taking itself too seriously. So it's oh, not totally. it's like we know you're here for like the cool one liners and, and the horns and like the music. Like that's Yeah, see already you're getting the formula. Like it I guess that is a problem with Craig's. It it does take itself a little too seriously. And that's why a lot of people hate on Spectre, but I don't because it doesn't take itself quite so seriously. As you'll see in like twenty yeah. movies from now. I can't but, wait. <laughs> the uh yeah, the theme, it kind of takes you out of it, but that's all right. It's just an adventure. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be super serious or logical or what, like, the score doesn't have to follow the same theme the whole time. It can get interrupted to throw in the 007 theme. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, because, like, that's, that is what's happening, right? It doesn't really take you out of it so much as remind you what you are watching. <laughs> totally, right? exactly. You're like, don't Good. get too serious here, bud. Exactly. Good point. So what does GPS stand for? I got to make fun of that. <sighs> Was it, like... <laughs> global positioning system or something and then global well i'm just laughing because yeah, they said yeah. it like i don't know times. four times in the first yeah. 40 minutes gps the global positioning satellites or global positioning systems they said both and then finally when he landed at the u.s airbase wade's just said gps and didn't mm -hmm. follow it up with what it stood for yeah which is yeah. totally just telling of its time 97 was when people were first starting to get like mm -hmm. a gps just for like hunting or for uh What's it called? Orienteering or whatever. When you're, mm. like, phones certainly didn't have a GPS. Yeah. You, like, you had to buy, like, a couple hundred dollar GPS from Canadian Tire to for, go hunt. For your, or for your car for, or whatever. I yeah, remember. totally. Yeah. Like, without even a screen. Like, it was a handheld thing. I remember my uncle had one. It was the coolest thing. Like, it took you forever to find. You have to find three satellites. And, like, that wasn't always a guarantee. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that was only yeah, 24 years ago only 24 years ago <laughs> well you in know. the grand scheme of everything this is bond uh 18 
So only six movies ago. How about we say that instead? Only of, six movies ago. Yeah, yeah, you know, when I was two. I was only ten. <laughs> um, sets, locations, miniatures. No great sets, really. But mm. I didn't find. The locations were kind of cool, but mm. I wouldn't rank this movie high because of where it's at. Like, it was definitely more in the characters and the plot and Brosnan carrying it and just the mood more so than that stuff. Like, yeah. the only cool set was at the end, I found, like inside the stealth boat. Yeah. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, were they in Vietnam, was it? At the end? Yeah. Yeah. With like, the helicopter well, and stuff? Oh, the yeah, the the chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was kind of neat, but that could have yeah. been anywhere. Yeah. Like, compared to, like, those Daniel Craig movies we just watched where they had, like, you know, they were in, like, I don't know, Italy, Siena and stuff. Right, and, yeah, like, all big, that. And that's yeah. often the case, like, mm-hmm. sprawling shots of the city. Like, they yeah. didn't really establish any no, like, city. I think more than half the movie took place in just, like, dark rooms, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah, wherever they were... When he first went undercover, when he first met Carver, they were at like big parties or mm. inside of a sub or inside of a war room back yeah. at MI6. I was going to say that like dark war room. I was like, this is just, this is the tone of the movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So the locations weren't great. I do like the mm. use of miniatures, which there were, weren't many, if any, in Casino Royale and Quantum. Not that stood out, but the ships and the certainly the uh, stealth boat is clearly mm. just this little dinky ship. Once you know that that's what it is you can't unsee it but it works so well in these movies yeah. uh, the only time you'll really notice it like you can tell by looking at the waves that it's just a little pool or mm, like, like yeah. a dinky pool in the studio's back lot and they have these little ships that are representing these big boats i do yeah. like that i'm a sucker for miniatures yeah the interior of the stealth boat in the final action scene is a callback to some of the old movies which I have a soft spot for, but other than that, it was a little sure. disappointing for locations. So, anything there you want to talk about? That I mean, again, you might yeah. talk more about that when you have more context, more to compare to. For me, it's a big part of a Bond movie, so that's missing in this one. Yeah, there isn't really that like extravagant travel element or like, you know, beautiful shot scenes right. in, in the in these locations i often so talk about the legacy of the movies and stuff like how they changed cinema and one of the things they changed was actually going to a location mm-hmm. to shoot rather than just rebuilding it on a hollywood lot here they were in vietnam but they didn't need to be like i didn't know that they were there mm-hmm. or like when he did his hail like actually when they came up from when they were scuba diving around the Devonshire or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, the sunken yeah. ship. When they came up, that's the only time I can think of right off where it really felt like they were uh, somewhere in like, totally Southeast different. Asia. Yeah. yeah. Like that the poor yeah. dude who got harpooned there and that yeah. fishing boat. Yeah. Like that really felt like they were somewhere on location. But but otherwise Yeah, even the uh even the London scene, you know, like you're like, oh like he's driving around London cool and like most of the London thing, they're just in the car with, with M. <laughs> but, my God, I got to say, I had that written down, too. M drinking in the middle yeah. of the day in her kick-ass limo. I, I don't know what it is about that that I love so much. Like, yeah. just day drinking. and You just love day drinking. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm just a sucker for date, but she's like, she's the head of MI6, having a whiskey, driving. Like, you shouldn't drink while driving, even as a passenger. That's a law here for some damn reason, although it's a limo. I guess we have a blind spot there for some reason. Yeah, I mean, this is also 24 years ago, right? Yeah, still, I don't think it was okay. 
but you're M, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know. I just love them to discussing his mission mm-hmm. on the move, having a drink because they're there's just something so arrogant and sophisticated and gross and awesome about the British for that. They're like, I don't know, plotting this big thing. Like they're manipulators on the world stage while, but they're still so fucking classy about it. Like, well, we're still going to have a good time. Like we're still, you know, we have some decorum around this still. It's hilarious. I don't know why I love that so much. I mean, I really like M's office also. We didn't really get that, but I'll take the back of M's limo for Bond to get mm. his mission. There wasn't enough M in this movie, I think. Uh, that's funny, because I was actually going to say, uh, although I love Judy Dench, I love her M, but I love that she, he was given a mission, he was given a folder, an ID, plane ticket and he mm. went off like yeah. craig's it feels like m was babysitting him. like helicopter mom yeah totally checking in on him especially in quantum every like five or ten minutes they were checking mm-hmm. in or he was calling back to ask for information this one <laughs> bond hit the ground in hamburg and he didn't check in once till like the very end yeah yeah like sent them the info about it and stuff like yeah that exactly then, yeah. i like he was trusted and he was off on the mission by himself mm-hmm. i i like that quite a bit but, I mean, I always love more M. I just liked... He was more of his... More, more independent. Right. More of an independent hero here, for sure. Yeah. I know you're not big on action scenes, and neither am I, really, but did any uh, stunts or actions or sequences stand out? So, for this one, I actually really liked them. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. It's this. It just goes back to the... It didn't take itself too seriously. Right. So, I really liked... You have no idea how excited you're making me for the later movies, (laughs) how much you liked this. (laughs) Because I really like, you know, with each of the sequences, it was a little bit silly or there were some like other factors. So like, um, you know, like when they're handcuffed together, I'm like, oh, this is I love that little like, oh, now this is a puzzle in a different way. Or the same with like, oh, like the car chase and he has the remote control thing like I, I wrote down for that uh, like before that scene i was like oh chekhov's remote control because like we we saw it you yeah, know yeah, earlier yeah, you're yeah. like this is gonna be important later absolutely so i just really love all of those like fun parts of it i guess all of the silly stuff Ag- yeah again like we said with uh, brosnan having fun how much fun he had in the back seat of that car yeah 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 that really helped his new that cell scene. phone i think i was just a cynical dick for a while or something like I didn't like that. Like, it's just cheesy and lame, but man, I was loving it today. But that's the thing. I'd rather it be like obviously cheesy than, right. than like pretend it's serious. You yeah, know, yeah. like if we think about like Daniel Craig's chase scenes, you know, where I got bored, it's because like there was nothing funny. It's just like. Well, that happened with me with the final action scene. Like, yeah. the end of this movie could be 10 minutes shorter. Definitely. All, There's way too much, like, chasing around. On. And just explosions and guns and crap at the yeah. end. Like, they could have fast-forwarded all of that. But we that's, like, all of Craig's scenes. <laughs> kind kind can, of. Kind yeah. of. A little bit. Um, mm-hmm. There was some humor and cool, innovative stuff in, like, the foot chase right at the start of Casino Royale. But I With agree. the parkour and stuff. Yeah, yeah the parkour yeah. one. But I agree. Like, prolonged chase scenes and stuff are pretty dull. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's there's not a whole lot of them in Craig's tenure, but there's one long one in Skyfall. But like, yeah, like you said, it's either got to be cool or make you think, oh, how they do that? Or it's got to be funny or... Mm-hmm. Or just, um, like, look good. Like, when they're doing the foot chase on the roofs in Sienna and one of the... Was it? In Quantum. Yeah. Quantum, yeah. yeah and like, yeah. oh, at least, like, I like looking at this. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. 
Yeah, but like, again, the end action scene didn't particularly look good. It's just, no. we have an explosives budget and we got to go out with a bang. Yeah, so and let's like, do oh, that. we need to make the ending like bigger because exactly. it's the climax and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And that was like one of the most boring parts of the movie yeah. I found. But there was some fun stuff like when... Um, Steve Jobs himself gets drilled by his own device. <laughs> yes, hoisted by his own petard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah that was pretty great. What was that one line? He's like, "Oh, you forgot the like biggest lesson Ooh. in mass media: like give the people what they want." Yeah, like oh. that's not even. It doesn't make any sense. No, in this exactly. Concept. And people want you to die by this drill, <laughs> so do it. Oh my, oh god. my god! Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the worst one. I like, again, man, Brosnan was so good in this. Yeah, there were a few good moments in the final action scene when uh, Carver offed Gupta, his tech buddy, mm. and Bond just sort of, he's like, well, I have a backup plan, is what Carver said. And then he shot Gupta, and Bond just sort of looks down at his watch and kind of like laughs. He's like, I knew he was going to shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh, and me then, too. And then cues his uh, grenades to go off. I, yeah. I liked that Just moment. doesn't even listen to his speech at this point. It's like, yeah. I don't care just, like okay <laughs> yeah exactly shooting random dudes up on the catwalk yeah, yeah. like yeah I, I tuned out elliot <laughs> yeah sorry whatever okay i think i was sort of touching on it with the uh i really i like the bike chase and i love the handcuff mm -hmm. thing but it felt like i don't know never mind i don't want to be cynical i just want to embrace how much fun it was i liked it i'll just I say liked it, it. The, the other one uh that i just remembered was the t the underwater thing where it's like there's tension there. It's not really like a fight scene or a chase scene, but you're like, it's tense because they're like underwater and all that stuff. And you're like, we'll come back to underwater later. There, that is okay. a thing with Bond. There's one movie in particular where uh, we're gonna need lots of coffee because there's like it's it's the fourth one, Thunderball, and they had just figured out how to shoot underwater, mm -hmm. and they had like the first camera that can do it. So they got their money's worth. There's a lot of underwater. <laughs> One hour straight, like. <laughs> Basically, that's what it feels like. All right. Yeah, so strap yourself in for that. No, I guess my only problem, like I said, it could have been anywhere. It felt too, I don't know, that, that bike chase. Something about it felt weird or like a, I don't know. <laughs> I'll mm. have to come back to that sure, yeah. if I think of it. Something about it bugged me, but I can't put my finger on it. So I guess I'll just have to say I liked it. And she's <laughs> badass. I liked her uh, mm -hmm. one-upping him a bit and them both grabbing that hook to biff at the helicopter. I like that. I like mm -hmm. them taking that helicopter down and jumping in the water. Pretty epic. Uh, oh, I like the banner stunt. When they, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. That that's one cool of the highlights one. of the movie for mm -hmm. me, stunt-wise anyway. Yeah, although it was really dragged out, like how long they were falling from that banner. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's kept, what I like about it. It just kept cutting to like different angles and like below yeah. them and then like, oh, back and oh, they're still going and oh, no, look. Right. It would have been better for me had it been one long exterior shot, like from far away. So you can really that tell cool, that it's yeah. a good stunt, but they cut so much that that whenever there's a lot of cuts, that means they're screwing it up somewhere or yeah. they don't want you to see the stunt double or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's or less like impressive. They did different takes and like it wasn't consistent. And right. Like the biggest stunts in the whole franchise you'll see are one is a shot from one really long shot, usually from a distance because you don't want to tell that it's not the actor. Yeah. But still, like, it's a, it's still impressive even when it's a stunt double. Uh, we got our first gadgets. 
I guess we mm -hmm. kind of talked about that with the remote control car, but mm -hmm. his phone, I guess that's it. Almost all of his gadgets were just in that phone. You mentioned, true. Uh, what did you call it? How he had the uh, Chekhov's remote control. Okay. <laughs> like Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Don't know what you're. So that's like the, the classic thing I think in theater where like if a gun is introduced, it has to be fired at some point. Oh, okay. That kind of well, thing. Well, that's what we'll call it. Cause I always say just reverse engineered gadget. Like in some movies he gets a, gadget that's just outrageous like when mm -hmm. would you ever need that and it comes up in that plot it's like that's yeah. not very well written like i like when you just have a generic thing that comes in handy later i mean on one hand it's like he was given those tools so then he used them right sure if he got different but tools like, he would do different things you have a thumbprint scanner on this phone and he needed a thumbprint scanner to get into that safe it just happened to need that. Yeah, okay. And this one isn't so outrageous. There's one later where, oh, never mind, we'll, we'll get to that. It <laughs> involves an avalanche and a ridiculous looking safety suit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I put gadgets and vehicles, but we kind of, the car is pretty sweet, eh? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking Batmobile a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. There's a lot of comparisons to Bond and Bruce Wayne. Bond yeah, and the Q and the... What's the guy? Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Is it Morgan Freeman in the yeah. newer ones? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Nolan trilogy, yeah. Oh, yeah, the gadgets, the girls, the cars. Yeah. Detective, spy. Yeah, a lot of comparisons. Yeah. All right, you said Q. You met Q for the first time. What a... That's one problem I realized with this being your first one out of the Craig era. This is not a great one to meet Q first. He's like yeah. one of the most beloved characters in Bond history. Mm -hmm. And, oh, man, he's old. He is so old in this say, one. I, yeah, like, he's just really old, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he only has one more after this. And yeah. he died halfway through shooting. He actually did, he died in a car crash. He didn't even die of old age. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, he was in 16 of the movies. 15? Mm -hmm. he wasn't in, he's not in Doctor No. He's in From Russia With Love till The World Is Not Enough. Anyway, you'll be seeing a lot of him. Nice. That's, he's the quartermaster. He's who gives Bond his weapons and gadgets. All right, you met your first honest uh, hench person in mm -hmm. Stamp, Stampa. 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 Yeah. Or Dr. Kaufman. What a great little... Dr. Kaufman, too, yeah. Man, he was so good. I wish yeah. he had been in it a lot more. He's he was so like a funny. father to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is very embarrassing. Uh, they need okay. me That to was get probably <laughs> my favorite part of the movie. It was like, oh, we need your thumbprint. <laughs> or whatever. Like, or we need your oh, help. I gave this big speech. Okay. I was about to execute you. And now I need some information. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> very embarrassing. And just trust him to, like, give him the phone. Yeah. Why would yeah. he... Press star 69, whatever. Oh, okay. Yes, I trust you. We are both professionals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really liked him. I, I like, I wrote down, um, there's like hot blonde henchman guy. <laughs> oh my God. Hot. And, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. He was fit. Uh, and then, then, then we have like a chubby CPU guy, hacker yeah, man. I was trying to, yeah, the number two. That's mm -hmm. what we came up with. There's often an underboss, which I don't even know if he's that. He's just more of a, what did they say at the start? He's a something for hire. Because uh, mm. he used to be a political activist. Now he's just doing it for money or something. Like they gave a brief sure. background to him early in the movie. Gupta. Mm -hmm. 
He reminded me of like Spider-Man's hacker man friend, you know, in uh, the new Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Like his just like, like his chubby computer buddy. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that was my that was my thought. He's uh, he's in the show Deadwood. I guess he's a professional gambler card. The, the actor who plays him. I forget. Oh, interesting. His name's like something J. Ricky J. Or anyway. Yeah, you know, he, he, he's, he, he was cool. Yeah, I he's a pretty him. cool character. He's part of it. But yeah, Stamper is a bona fide hench person for sure. Because yeah, yeah. a frequent trope is the hench person outlives the villain and has one last showdown with Bond. That mm. happens quite a few times. Okay. So that happened in That's this. So exactly that, what happened here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it ticks that box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet he's a callback to the original. Like the first ever real hench person is in From Russia with Love and tall, blonde, kind of quiet. This guy talks quite a bit more than Red Grant yeah, does. Yeah. Stamper does, I mean. But yeah, he's a pretty badass, tough hench person. Yeah, he was cool. Cool. Liked him. Friggin' Elliot Carver is... Yeah. Steve Jobs with thick eyebrows, basically. <laughs> yeah, that friggin'... Oh, my God, his headshot. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was everywhere. Like, the banner that they come yeah. down. and Yeah, it was all over the place. It's hilarious. And I wrote down... Remember we were saying how awesome Green was at the end of Quantum when he just lost it and he was trying to kill Bond with yeah. the axe? That's how. That's the energy he was bringing the whole movie. Yeah, he is so energetic. Yeah, like the previous two we watched, like... Le Chief. Le Chief. Yeah, yeah. He was just like... Mm, Much more bond. subtle. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a few of those Bonds who are like quiet and calculating. This guy is a fucking maniac. He's just, I mean, he's a, a media mogul, as they call him repeatedly. It's like right, so right. obnoxious but, makes sense. Delicious. Mm, delicious. Yeah, everything's delicious. <laughs> and he was just such an idiot. He was like classic thing of like, mm, Mr. Bond, I have you here and I have a gun, so I'm going to talk and not <laughs> shoot you or do talk, anything. Talk and talk. Yeah. <laughs> and now up, I'm going to leave you with my hench person to torture you for 48 hours and yeah. then kill you. I don't, now I'm going to walk away instead yeah. of actually seeing yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happens a lot in these movies. But, yeah, I don't know, man. He can sure type fast, too. One-handed oh, typing. <laughs> that was also freaking hilarious. He's just holding a keyboard. He's like, oh, pfft. like, yeah. I won't do it on mine. Cause... <laughs> it's so fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even his first scene when he's talking to all the heads on the computers, like oh, on all yeah. the screens, like, and he's just, just... He's like, oh, mm, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you always think he's just going to start cackling like oh the cliche madman. Just, ma, ma. <laughs> he's, yeah. oh man. I, again, just going back, like, I love how silly this movie is. Totally. It's so good. When he's, yes, uh, threatened the president that if he doesn't sign the bill lowering cable rates, that we're going to release the tape and then release it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what a lovely man. Yeah. Yeah. I just want exclusive broadcasting rights in China. Ma, ma. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Gosh. What I mean, there's so much with Elliot Carver murdering his poor wife because she once dated Bond. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a really weird part of this movie. Like, why do they have to be married? Why do they and that he just offs his wife? Like, how long were they married? Did like I what mean, kind of just, relationship the was trope, it? Right? What like, the hell? I. The part I did like about that was was the creepy like tomorrow's news broadcast like oh yeah because he like walks in and like you you when you hear dead. a voice right, right and then right. you're like oh what's going on and then you hear that it's like oh this woman like this woman died and you're like 
oh crap and then he's like kneeling over her and then it's like oh and there was an unidentified male next right, to her right. with a not self-inflicted gun wound turn around slowly mr bond yeah i have a head that was like a really well done scene and yeah. i think again this is one of those examples if it was trying to take itself too seriously it would be bad Again, Lucky Kaufman was there because otherwise, that's the thing with Brosnan. He tries to do both because he gets, he's like so sad and right down, like nuzzling in her hair mm. and stuff. Like that almost couldn't fit. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's jarring because you're so silly at one moment and then, oh my God, Paris is dead. My like, one of my eight ever loves. <laughs> like we're supposed to be so yeah. sad for him. But, but that, that's the thing. If it was, if the movie took itself more seriously, then we would be annoyed that that was unrealistic. Right. But because it's not, we're like, none like none of this is that realistic anyway. Sure. So we're like, and it's, all right. It's okay to have a little bit of emotion here and there. Definitely. He, he's yeah, sad. Yeah. He's not unemotional. No, definitely not. Definitely he cares not. about these people. I mean, right right in the beginning, just after the title sequence, we see him being like really intimate with some Danish oh, yeah. girl. That, that was a great scene. Yeah. and that, Totally the, hot, too. That introduction, I'm like, oh, this is like so more human compared to daniel craig yeah i don't know i find craig is quite grounded just only in that world <laughs> like he's sure. a super soldier basically brozzy's <laughs> a bit more like us i guess i don't yeah, know yeah yeah i find that like craig is constantly suffering from ptsd like i find he's more realistic than Brosnan. He, he's colder yeah, exactly. Sure. Which you would have to be if you're murdering all these people. That's true. And your woman who you used to love just got murdered and all the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Bro because Brosnan does go, he's like all sad about the woman dying and then just like goes off. Shakes like, it and off like, and yeah. gets a mad crush on Wei Lin right away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we could talk about her a bit. Uh, did you like yeah. Paris otherwise? We kind of naturally just went into talking about the Bond women here. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was fine. I, I was hoping that she would was there to like leverage her own situation somehow with yeah. bond but it was hard to to tell like th there wasn't enough backstory or talk about why did she marry like this guy yeah, like totally bond I, asked I her more. and she was like oh he told me he loved me it's like yeah it seems okay. like she never got over him and then just married the rich guy yeah which i i mean i guess that that's that's pretty realistic I suppose. Like, in some cases maybe yeah i want a bit more out of her too because she's a great actress and she looked great yeah oh man uh an aside, him waiting for a hench person to arrive, and she showed up, but he, he's just waiting there with his uh, his ties off. He's just in his white shirt, mm -hmm. drinking vodka straight yeah. with a silencer on. That yeah. is Fleming Bond. That is really cool. That's one of the most old school moments in the whole otherwise mm. pretty silly movie. Just that shot. He doesn't even really do anything, and no. it's, it's her that shows up, so he just ends up betting her naturally. So it doesn't even turn into like a spy thing or an action thing, but just that shot of him sitting there waiting for someone is really cool. Yeah. No, no phone or no spy craft being done. Nothing, just sitting just and sitting. waiting. Yeah, 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 drinking. Good aesthetic. Straight there. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Anyway, back to Paris. Uh, yeah, I guess there's really not much to say. Do you no. still keep a gun under your under your pillow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was like, hmm. she's clearly uh, still in love with him. I guess. Like she went right to that. She was pissed at him yeah and then bedded him right away yeah she was like <laughs> did you forget my breasts <laughs> oh yeah just well he's yeah it was a little creepy like all right we're gonna we're doing this so off with your dress and step back it's a good look and then they go at it that's yeah. <laughs> a weird scene yeah yeah but waylin that didn't happen she's pretty badass yeah yeah she's a really she, cool super cool yeah yeah and like 
it keeps coming up even off the podcast when we talk about it like the role of women in this universe and everything and she was so good people like, are often surprised when you start to go through the movies because people have this idea about the women in bond being just objects or whatever there mm -hmm. are a lot of really cool capable strong mm -hmm. female characters in this franchise and she's definitely one of them i there's i feel like there's one a movie Mm -hmm. Some are better than others. She's one of the better ones who actually makes her own decisions. Isn't just she's certainly not a damsel. You know, she's yeah. she's Bond's equal in a lot of ways. And we're when we're introduced to her at the beginning of the like the party scene with yeah. um, Steve Jobs, uh, <laughs> like Bond is like, oh, I'm a banker. Hello. And then she's like, oh, but hello. Talk to me, actually. Like she just shows him up right off the top. Yeah, like is a yeah. better spy. Totally. Right? Yeah. She like, does. Oh. Spy. And yeah. You don't know right away who she no, is. No, I, I like. I assume she was important, probably, right, right. but yeah, maybe not necessarily. And she just kept showing up. She showed yeah. up, so she was there, and then she's one upping him in that scene after he gets the encoder, right? Yeah, like she's just after... like, I'm just casually walking down this pillar. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she brought out her uh, her bat grapple there. Yeah, on her, yeah, yeah, on her trusty tool belt, and, and she gives him that... a look, and it's like, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, Rrr. it's like, okay. fine, I'll like do this the hard way. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot everybody, shoot yeah, every hench yeah. person on my way out, all the foot soldiers. And she just casually struts out. Oh, they'll just print anything these days. <laughs> oh my God. They'll print anything these days. Who are you talking to? He's talking to us, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have looked at the camera and wink, mm -hmm. which does happen in one movie. Bond Good. does look at the camera. <laughs> Hold on for that. And then they run into each other, scuba diving, and then they're together the rest of the movie. Yeah, and I thought they were a good team. Good match. Um, you mentioned in that end bit, like, oh, that she got caught on cameras and he didn't. <laughs> yeah, but that was the it, only time I was annoyed. I'm like, she's been so badass. It crossed my mind. That could have been part of their plan, more or less. Cause it, we saw them make their plan. And he looked, like, afraid that she got captured. But she did say, like, oh, if something happens to me, the things are... Blow in. them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's like she knew she was going to. But still, yeah. like, they even went through the trouble of showing Bond waiting till the camera turned, and then he, like, ducked around. Mm -hmm. Like, the camera was on a swivel or whatever, and he ducked behind it, and she just walked right by her camera and got caught. Mm -hmm. That bugged me. That was, like, either the writers got lazy or they just... Need, I, that always bugs me in these movies yeah. when they're just lazy. Like, we need her to be captured. I don't know. Like, we'd have to go back and see it because I'm like, the plan worked really well with her being caught, right? Like, she was a big distraction while Bond, like, was going off setting up all his stuff. True. Planning all of his bombs and stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. So but it worked out. I, I guess, but would have worked better if they were both just setting up bombs quietly. <laughs> I mean, if you put it that way. <laughs> Otherwise, she was yeah. great. And mm -hmm. they don't sleep together till the end. Many, oh, this is another thing that comes up a lot. Bond and the movie ending with him and a girl floating away, either on a wreckage or lost at sea, mm -hmm. and like with help on the way. That's yeah. A, yeah, it hit that box too. Some of the best, like the first several yeah. movies end that way. <laughs> it was, it was kind of like cheesy at the end where it's like, oh, like now, like the whole time she was like, don't get any ideas, Bond. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, at the very end, she's like, oh, well, now, oh, I, now I want to make out. Mission's over. I guess, yeah, yeah. And, and they earned it. It's yeah, fine. exactly. And she yeah. works for the Chinese government. She's going to have to go back and debrief, and who knows when they can see each other again. Frick, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, oh, I want, before we get off the topic of 
the wonderful women of the movie. Yeah. Uh, this is my first money penny. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Forgive me for forgetting to talk about Miss Money Penny. I mentioned Q and I didn't mention Miss Money Penny. What did you think? She I, had a I few like her. quips herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, the beginning of the oh, the first time we see her, it's just like the most sexual. Uh, oh, you've always been quite the cunning linguist. Bond. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the? <laughs> like, you can't just say that. <laughs> oh, yes, she can, and she did. They, uh, yeah, they have a lot of chemistry throughout the whole series. Mm. Uh, the original Maxwell and Connery, they flirt so much. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's palpable. And a lot of those, like just the double entendres, or not even, just straight up saying it, yeah. like you oh. said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty great. Uh, I forget if this is, I think that woman's name is Samantha Bond, actually, the actress who plays this Money Penny. She's Samantha only, Bond. No kidding. I can't remember if it's her or the one who does Dalton's. Anyway, she does, this woman does all the Brosnans. And then there's one who does the Dalton's, one who does all the Connerys and Moores. And then a new one shows up in Skyfall for Mr. Daniel Craig. Sweet. When they start to get the Scooby-Doo gang together. Yeah, because Daniel Craig so far, after Quantum, only has an M. Doesn't have a Q. Doesn't have a Money Penny. Yeah. Has a Felix, I guess. Oh, yeah, no Felix in this one. Just a Wade. I, I really liked Wade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was funny. He comes up. Well, he's introduced in Goldeneye. That was another reason I didn't want to start Tomorrow Never Dies before Goldeneye, which in the, like, uh release wise came before it mm-hmm. goldeneye takes place before tomorrow never dies but it can still work it'll, it'll work just fine <laughs> i trust you man that was a lot of fun i've that may have just i mean i'd have to look at the list again like what are the 17 that are better than that one yeah and do i really think that or does like the film snob in me think it, it again like when it comes to movies it's there's two different lists. It's what are you in the mood for? What do you like really like? And what do you think is the best? It's like, yeah, I, I often relate it to food. Like I might know that like a well-made, like we had chicken fingers for lunch. Sometimes you want chicken fingers. You don't want a beautiful salad or a, even like a really well-made pasta or steak or something. Mm-hmm. You just want junk food. And exactly. That, like a, this is kind of like a great greasy slice of pepperoni pizza. Totally. Right? A high level it's greasy pizza. Yeah. Which I don't think would put it up to the top 10, but it might bump it from some of the lesser more ones. Or I have this as the second worst Brosnan. It's not the, like the worst of all of the movies is Brosnan's last on most lists, including mine. Interesting. Okay. I wonder if you'll like not taking yourself too seriously is important, but taking yourself not seriously at all, just being constantly outrageous and mm-hmm. like it's way over the top. We'll have to see because I don't have the, you know, attachment that other Bond fans would have. Sure. So but we're not maybe on the order that I've created. It's pretty late. It's so I'll just get, I'll bef- get attached by then. At least you'll have many other good films. Like, based mm-hmm. on your reaction to this, I am now sure you're going to like a lot of them. Good, good. Yeah. That's great news for me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I often 
misjudge what ones people are going to like. Like I often want to start with a Brosnan, like, and I, like I should have done that with you. You really enjoyed it. But the last person I watched these movies with, I started with that and on their phone right away, just bored, typical action movie. But mm -hmm. then I go to the old ones and just completely captivated. So it really just depends on the person or what mood you're and, in or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say the mood and everything depends. Cause like we just watched Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace the past couple of weeks. So like, if this was my first one, it might have been a different experience, right? That's an, yeah. So I wanted to possibly do Live and Let Die today, which is also actually mood wise, it's similar to this one, but it's one of my favorites. I don't want to do all the, you, you can't do too many dark ones or all your favorite ones in a row. You got to mm -hmm. mix them up. So yeah, I think this was a good choice. It was this a good one. Good, yeah. Balanced it out nicely. I don't know for sure where we're going to go next. I've got a few ideas, but. We didn't do a rating. We forgot. We You did one for Casino Royale, and then we didn't for Quantum. I mean, I can say my rating for Quantum now is, you know, maybe six and a half out of ten. Because I think I got I gave seven to Casino Royale. That sounds about right. So, Because it, it was kind of comparable, because it's almost the same yeah, movie extended. It could be one long but, flick, yeah. And I have a rating for this one, and it's nine out of ten. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tomorrow never dies, ladies and gentlemen. Just got a 9 out of 10 <laughs> from this human who was born in 95. So. <laughs> Makes sense, right? No, actually, because oftentimes young folk are more snobbish for movies. I, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason yeah. to it. People love what they love with Bond. I love it. And that's the thing. Like, this is what I wanted out of this kind of movie, right? I'm Man, I'm so excited for the Roger Moore ones with you. And oh, this is going to be great. One of the other Bond podcasts I listened to, the James Bonding one, one of the co-hosts of that, his favorite is Tomorrow Never Dies. Really? And the other guy hates it, and they argue about it all the time. I can see, like, this one would go either way, depending right. on what well, you like. The other guy is a bit more like me, who's kind of a film snob, and kind of sure. goes back and forth. Like, got so jaded from the Brosnan ones because of Die Another Day and just how bad it is that just gave up on the new Bonds just for a while. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know. You know I, I certainly don't hate this one. And I never really did. Uh, like some of the stuff used to bug me when I was a bit more of a snob. But man, I loved it this time. <laughs> that was a great job. I wouldn't give it a 9 out of 10. But I... Although I can't yeah. really find much fault. Like... And comparing it to what? Other Bond movies? Exactly. You, like, got that's what little... I'm saying. Like, out of what I've seen the past few times, my experience was just 9 out of 10 compared to... Right. If I gave Casino Royale 7 out of 10, you know... You which, like which, this two points higher. And wow. maybe in retrospect, Casino should be like 6 and this should be more of an 8. Sure. If I was, was going to edit constantly, but... Casino gets so many bumps because it's just... It's, as I said before, I think it's one of the few Bond movies that anybody can watch, not just fans. And it's just beautiful and well, like it's well-rounded. That's why it gets so highly rated everywhere. But mm -hmm. just rating them within the Bond universe, I can see why someone who is starting to really like the formula or whatever could really like this one, could like Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. And it's certainly a good, let's throw it on and go on an adventure movie. Like you could yeah. watch this again. Like I said, you see why I've had this on in the background before. Yeah, it's, it's like a popcorn movie kind totally, of thing, right? Totally, totally, yeah. What's the point of rating anyway? What Instead of rating, we should just... Like, we've been taking some notes. Eventually, we'll do an episode. Maybe halfway through, we'll... Uh, we should do, like, rating episodes. That's, like, special episodes. Yeah. Like, where are you at so far ranking the movies? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
yeah, halfway through. Like when we're at 12, we'll go through what are your favorite mm-hmm. 12 or maybe even at six. And then we could quarters. do like a before the new one is out, do a special that rating all 24. Totally. I and then to do that. we can do the 25th one. We'll do extra long and rate that within the scope of all those other ones. Ooh, lovely. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we can rank the movies. Once we see, once you've seen all the actors, we can rank who your favorite Bond is. Mm, yeah. Maybe a few different M's. Lots to do. Gadgets, cars, mm. leading ladies, villains. Villains. Ooh, villain villain I want to do uh, villain plots, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which, which villain had the best plan? Not, not just... So the, how about like the most outrageous plan or like the most likely to succeed plan? Because mm-hmm. some of them are just outrageous. Like that was never going to work, dude. And like your yeah. goal was crazy. Some of them are really outlandish. <laughs> you were saying like highest stakes also. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, totally. Looking forward to what's to come. The contenders for next time are Goldfinger, Live and Let Die, or The Living Daylights. How far... So this was a fun one, 90s. Are you willing... So we are going to have a guest next time. That's already locked in as long as you don't have to work that day. I'm thinking Goldfinger would be a pretty fun one to do with. It's going to be a Saturday afternoon, my birthday, ladies and gentlemen. We could have a cocktail or two while watching. Goldfinger is the third one. It's the one that established the formula. Many people's favorite one. It's always ranked high. It bounces around between like second and sixth on my rankings. Okay. <laughs> it, it that's, jumps that's high though. Oh, it's high. It's Top 25%. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a good one. I'm thinking that might be the next one. And if we're talking career wise, still trying to make a slight uh, chronology out of this, it makes sense for his next mission. He goes to America. He does a lot of golfing. No, some golfing. Very good villain. So if this one is number two, what's number one? You're not telling me yet what your number one is. My favorite one? I'm not telling yet. We haven't watched it. Late, it's been pretty consistent for the last two years. It took a while for it to settle as my favorite. Mm-hmm. I did not like it much when I first saw it. And it has slowly... It's No, it's 100%. I've seen it probably more than any of the other mm-hmm. ones. Like, I've probably seen it four times this year. <laughs> like I'm very curious what it is, but I also like building anticipation to mm-hmm. what is Rob's favorite Bond movie. It has, yeah, like every, it's one of those doesn't matter if I'm depressed or anxious or happy or what, I'll watch it no matter when. It's definitely my Desert Island one. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the best one, but it's your best. Yeah. Absolutely. Best for you. Yeah. The one that I always want to watch and will always watch it with anybody. If you haven't seen it, I'll watch it with you like mm-hmm. at any point, even if I just watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So we've watched three and it's not one of those. So it's out of 21 so far. All right. And it's not Goldeneye. We know. No. Hmm. We're going to do this guessing game. Hello, we know it's not the last Pierce Brosnan one because that's the... It's definitely not Die Another Day and it's not Goldfinger, which is, I think what we're going to do next so sorry if we're going to follow where did he end here southeast asia right they were on the wreckage of the boat on the wreckage of the boat oh man the first thing we see of bond in goldfinger is him swimming out of the water (laughs) no no joke oh man you gotta keep this up with a duck on his head because it's a hundred percent so far right we went from casino to quantum where it literally is right after and then it's russia to russia yeah and now it looks like he's just swimming out of the water except where does he where is he shoot so this is back so 
in the older movies, the pre-title sequence didn't have anything to do with the overall plot. It was just, here's what James Bond's up to. He yeah. fin- he's usually finishing a mission. And then title sequence. And then he goes into M's office and gets his next mission. That, that was the old formula. Cool. Uh, then around in the 80s, it started, like the pre-title sequence often had something to do with the overall plot. So this one, I, the pre-title sequence, I don't remember where. I remember what he does. But I don't remember where it is. But he is swimming out of the water, so it could work. That's pretty funny. All right, folks. I think that's good for now. Yeah. All right. Well, bon voyage, everybody. Bon voyage. Bon voyage.